Good morning, Olivia. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing well this morning. I'm actually on the ground in Vegas, so I'm feeling pretty tired from all of the on the ground coverage. <laughs> I, I bet you are. But I'll tell you what, I'll bet you there's a bunch of advertisers out there that are very happy people because this game went all the way to the end. It was such a good game. This might have been the best Super Bowl game I've ever seen, actually. Um, you know, you're, you're really in there and you're, you're kind of rooting for the underdog. In my case, I I wasn't I didn't have an allegiance to either team. And so you're kind of rooting for the underdog as people fall really behind at first. I was like, oh, I really hope the Chiefs, you know, come back from this 10 down. Um, but yeah, they they killed it. Both of them did. I think this is the first time that I actually thought both teams were the underdog. When one would take the lead, I would start cheering for the other side. I mean, I just I had such exactly. a great time, and those commercials really helped out. They really did help out. I mean, they're entertaining. Um, they give everybody a little bit of a respite from such a long game, and so I think it's kind of fun. You know, when the ads come on, people really lean into that experience instead of like going on their phone or, or walking out of the room. Well, the big one in my heart, I, I vote for Dunkin' Donuts. I, I just think that that was just <laughs> one of the most creative and just fun commercials. Um, the Dunkin' commercial was spot on. I mean, it was really, really funny. You bring in the Boston crew. So, you know, <laughs> this year was really decked out with celebrities. I think whether you love it or hate it, everybody's going to remember that ad. Yeah. Did, was there was there a change or a challenge this year for, for some of these businesses? I'll, I'll tell you where I thought what the, the, the big change for me was. What, what was it, like the third or fourth commercial in? It, it was a religious commercial. I thought, my God, yeah. that was a big <laughs> chance right there. It was a chance. I mean, I think it... Um, it worked in some ways. It didn't work in other ways. I think a lot of people were really like thrown off by the washing of the feet concept. Yeah. Um, and they were, you know, like watching to the end, like, what is this? What is this? Um, and it's a bit jarring too, when you go from really funny sort of celebrity packed commercials to ones that are more serious. And I think we only had, you know, two or three of those in this year's game. And yet, if you have ever experienced it in life, you knew exactly what was going on the very second it started. You're going, oh, I know where we're going with this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see um, how it performs with viewers. I think, you know, there are a lot of, there's a lot of sentiment online um, for the religious side in particular you know, it costs $7 million just to get a spot in the game. Mm. And so a lot of people, you know, were sort of like poking at that and saying, you know, maybe the money would have been better spent donated or something okay. like that. I get it. I totally get that. Uh, I still believe in the spirit of, of Bud Light. I just love the way that they're they're really trying to get out of this hole that they, they put themselves in early, yeah. uh, late last year. But man, they are trying so hard. And, and I swear to God, they're the underdogs. And I, I, I thought they won with the genie. What did you think? I thought the genie ad was pretty good. Um, I have to say I like Budweiser better. Oh. Um, but I think AB and Bev did a really good job in both instances of really bringing viewers back to the brand. I mean, Post Malone makes a lot of sense um, to include as a celebrity mm-hmm. in, in an ad for uh, AB and Bev. And so, yeah, I think overall it, it was definitely a hit. But the big talk, though, about Budweiser, where, where were the Clydesdales? I mean, are they retired now? No, they're back this year. So we had the whole fleet of Clydesdales, and we also had the Labrador Retriever come out for the Budweiser ad. And it was really, it was very quintessentially Budweiser, very heartwarming. You know, the the dog and the horses sort of saved the day. Um, So, yeah, we definitely enjoyed that one as well over at Week. Were you shocked that Toyota didn't reach out to uh, a celebrity to be be a part of their commercial? Because it seems like there was a lot of celebrities on there. 
Okay, so fun fact about the Toyota ad. They actually didn't plan on having an ad in wow. this year's Super Bowl until space became available like two weeks ago. And they were already launching a new campaign for the Toyota Tacoma this week. And so they said, we're going to hold back one of those ads and we're going to we're going to air it in the Super Bowl because Toyota is an official NFL partner. They thought, you know, the opportunity presented itself. Let's go for it. So that's why you don't see a celebrity in that ad. It was okay. never actually meant for the Super Bowl. Well, the one car commercial that kind of did not hit me right, a Volkswagen with the with the Woodstock appearance and feel. It's like, is how does that relate to a 25 year old? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say, right? I think that the Volkswagen brand sort of has this place in nostalgia culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of young people, especially, you know, Gen Zs and Gen Alphas might have, uh, I don't know, appreciated the nostalgic element. Um, you know, what's old is new again. But other than that, one of the things that a lot of these advertisers contend with when they do the Super Bowl is everybody is watching. And so... It's really hard to predict what's going to hit with one audience versus another audience, and sometimes even hard for these guys to know ahead of time um, who's going to be tuning into the game from a demographics perspective. So when I saw the Snapchat, I was wondering, oh, should MySpace be advertising too? Because it seems like Snapchat is what we did about (laughs) 10 years ago. Yeah, Snapchat's trying hard to distinguish itself from some of the other platforms, Um You know, there's a lot of back and forth about X and if advertisers are going to stay on X. A lot of them have pulled out. Snapchat's trying to take advantage of it. Uh, This is going to show off my age, but man, that Microsoft commercial about, you know, them being pro AI. I don't know why I can't jump onto this ship, but this this AI scares me so badly because maybe maybe it's because I have so much passion for musicians and actors and how AI is affecting them. So uh, what about Microsoft? What was their big sell? What did they want? You know... It's interesting. They were sort of pandering to creatives. And I think what they wanted to do was show, hey, our AI product, our generative AI can help you to be, uh, you know, thoughtful about your creative ideas. And so they're really pitching it as this tool that young creatives and entrepreneurs can use to get where they want to go. You know, I think that there is... as somebody who writes for a living, I, I watched it and I got a little scared because I thought if I were to do that, I would be fired. Like there's no way, yeah, yeah. you know, so I think that there is like a lot of uncertainty out there about AI, about um, the legalities and what's acceptable to use. I don't know. I, I found myself thinking about that while I watched it. All right. Now, this is going to be very selfish of me, but I was very, very, very disappointed with Popeye's because because of Kim Jong. And the reason why is because now I have to wait in line. We're all craving that chicken sandwich. And now <laughs> yeah. I have to wait in line because of this commercial. It was a good commercial yes. for sure. It was funny. You don't know what's happening until the end. And then, you know, it's like, hey, we have the wings. It was really smart of them to do it during the Super Bowl as well, right at a time when people are, are starting to order some food on their apps. Um, so maybe a good opportunity for them to actually get some some real uh, return on their ad spend for that one right away. I'm, I'm part of a movie promotions company, so I'm very proud of the fact that the movie industry was really present during the Super Bowl. My God, look at all those movies that were coming in. Yeah, it was. There were so many, um, many, many movies. And I think, um, you know, one of the biggest ones was the Wicked yes. ad, which, which sort of showed... Um, the new Wicked film that's going to be dis- or debuting in Thanksgiving. And so I think it also shows like how important the Super Bowl is to a lot of these advertisers. They're willing to go, you know, 
nine, 10 months or a year in advance with some of the things that they're advertising. Don't you think that one of the best advertisements though, Taylor Swift, come on. That, I mean, I mean, that, I thought that she really brought so much to the entire season. I just, I just love the way that she just fit in there as an everyday girl. Um, a hundred percent. And there is definitely the Swift effect. Yeah. Um, we like to call it that in the NFL right now, the NFL is really engaging with younger viewers. Um, you know, there was an ad where, uh, a young Super Bowl viewer went and sat down with her father. And I think that what that ad was trying to communicate was, uh, Taylor, the Taylor Swift effect really, um, brings younger generations and women into the sport. How hard do you think it was to convince Martin Scorsese to be a part of this? Because Mike, when I saw him, I literally, it's, it's like being with God. It's like, Oh my God. Oh, and you, you you just stopped breathing. Um, you know, Martin Scorsese, and, and this is something that's kind of piqued my interest lately, but he does some ads sometimes. And he did one recently, um, with, uh, Timothy, uh, I was, I was pronouncing his last name wrong, but Timothy Chalamet. Um, and he, so he directed that. It was a great ad. It had the sort of iconic Moody Blues song that Scorsese used <laughs> in the past and Casino playing in the background. So, and, and that was just like a month ago. So this isn't new for Scorsese. I think he's really focused on um, capitalizing on some of the branded entertainment opportunities right now. Man, well, thank you so much for your dedication out there in Vegas. And thank you for Ad Week is the best place to go to learn more about advertising. And I wish listeners and viewers would really participate with knowing the story and why businesses do this. We wouldn't tune out so quickly. Uh, it's very true. I, I wish that there was more context, but I think a lot of us are watching the ads every year and sort of following the brand journey. And so, um, you know, for those of us that do, it's interesting to watch some of these strategic choices. Yeah. Yeah. Please come back to the show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you, Olivia. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. You be brilliant today. Okay. Thank you. You as well. Bye.